you're out flying an airplane this morning, you need to know about that visibility. Big factor. You've got to be able to see where you're going. If you're flying VFR <laughs> and not instrument rated. Now, what's VFR? V, VFR. V, what is yeah, that? Well, it's, uh, you know, visible flight. Uh, basically, oh yeah, uh, not, you not, know, not instruments, not instruments. The great Arnold Palmer used to talk about flying in and out of some of the airports where these tournaments were, and uh, a lot of times it was a visual thing. You just and at nighttime is a good, good challenge, you know. Sometimes, yeah. You, usually, I'm sure he had, uh, you know, instrument rated pilots because then you can fly in the clouds and. Well, he flew this himself. Oh, he, he did? was the yeah. pilot. He was. That's what made his name. He could. I didn't know. He that. get in there and just get with it. Arnold Palmer, very much like his own airplane. You know, you you're a pilot. You know what that's like. Uh, yeah, from, I, I I am. From a visual standpoint, what is that? Well, that just means you got you you can't fly through clouds, and you have to fly below the clouds. And sometimes, if the clouds get too low, you got problems. So you got to have a good clear day, generally speaking, or go around the the, the, the storm system. Well, good morning again to the mayor, and good morning, mayor everyone. Good morning. Hi. How are you this yeah, morning, good. the mayor Barong? It's uh, good to have you on the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. So, in the top of the news this last week, uh, the, the hospital yes. to be a little bit of a saga in terms of one of your hospital board members, who happens to be a doctor, Doctor right. Blakeburn, resigned based on right. a decision made by the board. What are your thoughts and well, comments it actually, about that? It was actually dual. Uh, I think he saw himself with a conflict of interest. And I think that's, uh, without taking the issue into account, I think that's something that, uh, you know, hospitals and hospital boards, and they have to look at that just from a general standpoint. Uh, can a physician uh, find himself in a situation or her situation where, you know, they're not making decisions uh, that would, uh, you know, directly come back and uh, positively or negatively affect themselves. And uh, now their recusal is a possibility, you know, and I, I'm not on the board. We, we appointed that hospital authority, and I think they're working through the issue, and I, I, I don't pretend to know the inside uh, uh, conversations, but uh, that, that uh I think we're both the physician that uh, has resigned and uh, and the hospital trustees are in, in accord is that they want the finest quality uh, emergency care uh, just as we feel like we had before we shut down. And so the debate on, uh, you know, how do you do that? How do you do that efficiently and uh, responsibly financially? Um, I think that's probably it was the heart of the conversation. But that that we're on our way. I mean, we're. Um, uh, Lynn Lacewell, who is a fantastic, it looks like addition, is the CEO of the hospital. If you, you know, you have an opportunity to have him on sometime. Uh, he's an, he's a very impressive uh, background uh, hospital uh, administrator and um, is has moved uh, into the position of CEO. And um, I I think from an optimistic standpoint, uh, there's no reason why everybody's not excited about moving forward. I think everybody is. I just it's a, it's something, you know, when a doctor resigns from a board. Because well, I know, he but without ta- yeah, what the board is recommending, basically, you know, and it what, what it boils down to. When you read the the thing that gets your attention in the newspaper is the letter itself and the content and in that which was it was personal, worded, it, right? And, and it doesn't was, give you the impression of what we just get. What I just for, talked about. Yes. No, and I think it's important. I've talked to one or two people. You know, I mean, this is a respected physician. All our doctors are respected and uh, have done a fantastic job. And so it's not a matter of not uh, respecting their professional uh, position. Uh, but 
um, I also think that it's always important to, to, as much as possible, for people to pause, take a deep breath, and make sure they understand the full story. At the end of that story, which was more about, as you say, about the disagreement uh, and then the removal, it, 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 it alludes to the fact that there was an issue of uh, uh, like a conflict. Uh, and uh, recu- recusal would have been uh, one way probably to have handled it. Um, uh, yeah, that you know that doesn't clearly come out as much as the the, 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 the he alluded to the idea there's almost a hundred years of experience between him and these doctor. Right. Fine. And well, you, you'd you have to know. That. The reason I, I know, and I'm not going to get into the weeds right. of it, but uh, the last year and a half I've become aware as a lay, layman uh, some of the ways the hospital had been run uh, under the former uh, tenant and operator and, and even before in terms of the different uh, contracts and programs in the emergency room happened to be just one of the unique uh, unique, at least to Clinton, uh, that contract. And so the question was, do we go back immediately and just re-up the same contract with the Midwest City uh, physician and then all the way that they had the, the finances of that? Or do we look at that and then compare that to some other options? And so, so I, th- I think it's just a legitimate disagreement uh, between everybody that cares about the hospital. But there's no lack of respect for medical for medical. But at the same time, I think also uh, medical people would have to have uh, respect for the business end uh, and, you know, the prudent end of how do I, how do we how do we run this as a business? This right, is on the admin. Uh, well, yeah, this is a and, and there are a lot of question marks because of the last operator and the inability to, to get the kind of information that we need needed yeah. to understand the, uh, you know, the profits of loss, all the things that go uh, into running a healthcare institution. So a positive side is that according to Mr. Lacefield, he's, we're still on target date to open this fine hospital facility. On October I, I can 30th. See uh, right, right. So that confidence is still granted. And Well, they had an open house on uh, last Friday. And it was well attended uh, among ages, and they're going to have more for the general public uh, to come and see the 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 basically. I saw a ton the, of vehicles out there. I passed by. Oh, I think of yeah. Going. Oh, yeah. And uh, but I, I it's uh, it's an exciting time. So I, do me know. a favor. Get in touch with with your new CEO and bring him with you next month. Well, we're going to have him on. Uh, next I was talking to Heston. Oh, okay. We'll have him on uh, soon. He wants to be on. Oh, he is. And, Listen, uh, he's a great. Uh, and they've I done mean, some I've, great things at Chickasha and Anadarko and, and, and Paul's Valley. And so they're they're uh, they know what they're doing. Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, uh, just uh, that's the big story. And I just I, one of those things. Why? Well, yeah. No. It, no. It is. It is. But I and it's like this whole whole story of the hospital. Mm-hmm. One of the difficult. Uh, Parts of this is being able to communicate with the general public enough information that they actually, you know, will consume that everybody seems like they're kind of on the same page. But like I said, as a councilman, I'm I, I'm not I'm not on the front line uh, right now on that particular thing. We appointed the board of trustees, you know, the hospital board of trustees, and that's where the conversation uh, is is happening in the area that you're talking about. I know enough. Uh, about it, though, I, in general. So to, do you know what type of emergency? They're, they're not going to use the you know, emergency room system that they had with Midwest City. I don't know about that. Do you, I, do you I, know what, what no, type of I facility I, they're going to No, and I, I don't know. I know, that, I know that what will be the same will be the 
qualifications, you know, people and doctors and and physicians and uh, uh, different uh, uh, people that will be manning the emergency room, all the necessary uh, education, all those things will be intact. But I I don't know uh, uh, specifically the alternative they're looking at. Well, I'm sure that the new, uh, when we get the administrator on, he'll be able to help us with that. Well, yes, and I think maybe it might even be more uh, detailed and and ironed out. I I think this is a conversation that, you know, uh, this letter you're alluding to and the resolution Resignation. Uh, I think I think that came before a final conclusion. You know. So anyway, we're re- we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Mustafa needs to leave, so we're going to make room for him to get out of here. I'll take that and, personally, but huh? he does look good today. He's <laughs> leaving looking good. Well, he's going to the doctor. He wants to look good for the doctor. Well, the, the, oh, now, pass you, the, now you pass the physical. You know, yeah, that's it. So we'll be back with more with David Brong right after these messages. Hey, cattle producers! Your next Superior Video Livestock Auction is coming up on Thursday, October nineteenth, eight a.m. Central Time on Dish Network Channel nine nine seven and on SuperiorClickToBid dot com. They'll be offering twenty seven thousand nine hundred forty six head on the nineteenth of October, and they've got details up on the website SuperiorLivestock.com. A new look for the website, by the way. It looks mighty nice, and they've got lots of details for you about the upcoming auction coming October nineteenth, starting eight a.m. What's that? That's the sound of your favorite college mascots pouring a glass of cool, refreshing water. Sodas, sports drinks, and juice boxes are packed full of sugar. So what's the one thing Pistol Pete and Boomer agree on? Drinking more water. (sighs) Whether it's bottled, tap, or sparkling, choose water for better health, focus, and refreshment. Learn more at shapeyourfutureok.com, a program of TSET. CK Energy reminds you to keep electrical safety in mind as the cooler fall weather approaches. The following safety tips will help you stay safe during the change of seasons. Safely store warm weather tools like lawnmowers and trimmers. Check cold weather tools such as leaf and snow blowers along with their power cords for unusual wear and tear. Unplug and safely store battery charges that won't be in use again until spring. Use only weatherproof electrical devices for outside activities. These tips brought to you by CK Energy. Hammond Phillips is now part of Select Water Solutions. Select is a leading provider in all things water, from sourcing, transfer, recycling, infrastructure, flowback, well testing, disposal solutions, and fluid handling and fluid chemistry. Our mission is to focus on developing sustainable water and chemical solutions with a commitment to conservation and reuse. Select Connect. We are all connected by water. Hello, this is Rick Spain with Spain's Construction with something to think about. People may not remember your name, but they will always remember your impression. The more impressions, the more recognition. This can be good or bad. As a matter of fact, it seems you receive more recognition for the bad. The bottom line is, it's not about you, it's about people. Keep your focus on people and what they need, and the impression will always follow. The Right Time with Harold Wright, brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on KCLI. I want to remind everybody that, you know, if you need kind of a walker, there's new walkers out there. If your mother, your father's having trouble getting around, maybe can't keep their balance, 
check out the walkers at Priority Home Medical Equipment. The new walkers have these wheels on the front and the back. No tennis balls to stumble over. Um, and they've got a little seat where you can sit down. And if you get in a line, you can sit down the, in, on that seat. And, the, you know, you just... Uh, Push it along and keep your balance. And don't be afraid to do that because a fall can be detrimental and life-changing incident if you fall at an older age. Your bones are more brittle, particularly women, and it can be, uh, you know, the end of a life situation if you fall and hurt right. yourself uh, at, at, at that age. And so go out and check them out today. You can buy it yourself. Um, you know, my wife had had knee surgery, and, and she actually bought one herself just so that she could go uh-huh. somewhere and sit down uh, in a situation where she needed a little support. So Absolutely. Anyway, it's something that's uh, out there available at Priority Home Medical Equipment. You know, David, their local business, they provide jobs there in Clinton. No, I know. It's so, a fan, they're a fantastic group. I know the, some of the people involved. It's it, yeah, it's what they do is important, but the type of people they are is important too. Very, very much, it's so. a very good yeah. uh, group of people. Alan and Tammy Shepard, own, yep. owners of uh, Priority yep. Medical Equipment, no. out on South Thirty Street. That's right, in Clinton. That's right. So you're David Brong, the mayor of uh, Clinton's, on the program this morning. So what else is going on? Let's go around the wheel. Tell us. Well, we're moving forward uh, into, into fall with some, you know, I think exciting possibilities. We're still looking at uh, issues of. Uh, uh, taking down some older facilities that uh, have been on the skyline of Clinton for several years and have gone into disrepair. And uh, we're looking at, uh, I think, uh, the city council is going to be looking at an asbestos bid uh, for removal uh, to the Midtown, what they call the Midtown Inn. Um, and, of course, the Glancy uh, will be uh, uh, given to and Here's the interesting thing about it. Governor Stitt had to sign a letter of acceptance on behalf of uh, what I'd say the Department of Safety um, on the uh, what we call the Glancy property, and he has done that. And we're looking at you know a rather I hope a quick uh, movement into that area and and building this multi-million dollar law enforcement center. Uh, in the next two or three months, I think the beginning of it, and the Glancy will. The sign, of course, is going to be retained, and where it's it's kind of uh, exciting. Uh, we're looking at just like Weatherford, I think, and probably Oak City, and some of the main Route 66 uh, communities. It's some interesting uh, permanent um, uh, Route 66 Centennial uh, areas, and. There's a commission working made up of people all over town and and coordinated through the Chamber of Commerce. And so the sign and and I might say signs of the past, uh, we're looking on some creative ideas and uh, for Route 66 permanent signage to take care of those 50,000 people that are coming to Clinton every year to the Route 66 Museum. So we've got that. And, of course, this is uh, the... Uh, all this next year is going to be the building of this new Exit 65, which is going to be a, a game changer for Clinton uh, on Gary Boulevard, out, you know, out by I-40. I- and so that 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 will be what citizens will see, and anyone visiting Clinton over the next year, will they'll see the beginning of that. And so, 
uh, we're very excited about that. Bad exits always always has been a problem trying to figure out. You well, know, it was you because, can't get yeah, back I, on I, the industry. I tell you, Harold, if you look at the history of it, when they opened uh, simultaneously opened up Weatherford, Clinton, and and Elk City in 1968, they had a simultaneous opening, interstate opening. Uh, Clinton was not given. Uh, and on and off on that exit 65 off the interstate because they only had coming from the west. And at that time, Clinton was kind of generating down by the old Route 66 uh, on 10th Street area. And that flow through uh, was continuing on Route 66 in 1968. The 68, it wasn't decommissioned. The, uh, Highway 66 wasn't decommissioned, you know, until uh, 10 years later. So for whatever reason, they did not even acknowledge the need for an on and off ramp. What? would become very quickly over the next 10 years where all the businesses were beginning to gravitate. You know, the uh, people that used to be on the 10th Street Route 66 area, you know, you the Colonel Sanders, they moved. Pizza Hut, they moved. Subway, they moved. Brahms, they moved. All over where there was no... And then McDonald's, you know, comes in. And so we didn't have a highway system that was allowing Clinton to develop uh, on the interstate. And so this is uh, monumental that we've worked this out now. It'll be it's it'll be a game changer. When, when are you looking at I know you've got the money ready or you're going to have to pay some money. Yes, uh, we have to write a check for right at 6 million, 6 million dollars and uh, do, to the credit of our city manager uh, Robert Johnson who's done an excellent job in setting aside uh funding, we should be able to just write that check with no tax increase anything uh sometime next year and then then begins all of the bid letting all the contracts and so getting into 2025 will be a will be the major emphasis it's probably about a two-year two-year construction project it takes a while well they're going to go all the way over to the south side and they're going to go under a brand new bridge on the interstate and you know uh, so uh, it it without overplaying it it's an exciting time for clinton and western oklahoma that we'll have this new modern interchange what do you see happening as a result of that? What's the well? I mean, we already see people interested in commercial. You know, it's just like the uh, Whitney Inn that was was purchased. You know, uh, uh, d- due to the proximity of the interstate and proximity of uh, you know of the new highway and how it's going to how run. And we've got several pieces of property we've taken down, like the trade winds. We're looking at that. You know, we're already entertaining commercial possibilities, people coming in there and, and building. We have uh, several other locations along that line that are going to be attractive. And then they're already advertising for uh, commercial ventures on the south side, you know, by billboard. And, you know, and they're so I don't have all the I'm not receiving all the pitches, all the economic pitches, but they're there. And we'll see. Uh, it's a prime spot you know it's just geographically it's just it's the it's the best location on the interstate and then north and south on you know it's just it's the traffic count is is excellent and now it'll be a good easy on and off for some of these businesses that are strictly uh interstate oriented businesses it's it's going to be a big improvement well, be, we be. don't, uh, you know, Weatherford has had the advantage of having, you know, that off, off-site off uh, development, you know, Walmart and all this, and then Elk City has had that 
for several years, and you just don't realize how we hit, were landlocked, uh, our, our business locked. I remember reading a report, a 1971 review of Clinton, that the city paid a lot of money for uh, uh, analyzing Clinton, and it was all good back in 71, all good. Uh, but the end of the report indicated that Clinton had to find a way to expand south of the interstate in order to maintain, you know, momentum and and grow if it didn't. And then at that time, that's obviously was the challenge. And today, this this new highway will is opening up south of the interstate for Clinton. Our guest on the program today is Mayor uh, David Braun, mayor of the city of Clinton. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.